Welcome to episode 70 of the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. If there is anything in this liberty we have as Christ followers that could take away from the glory of God, then that is a liberty we need to lay down. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. Today we're going to be looking, <clears throat> excuse me, at 1 Corinthians 11.1, where the Apostle Paul says, be imitators of me just as I also am of Christ. Now, this is a direct reference to the chapter before, where he's talking about how he deals with unbelievers and with those maybe who have a sensitive conscience as believers. So if we want to go back there a few verses, let's go back to 1 Corinthians 10. 23, because I think verse 23 kind of sets the tone of how a Christian leader, how a disciple of Jesus Christ views himself. It says, all things are lawful, but not all things are profitable. All things are lawful, but not all things edify. Here's what the Apostle Paul is saying. You can make an argument for eating things sacrificed to idols, because that's that's the context above this. Matter of, matter of fact, he says if you go into a place to eat and they put the food in front of you and say, hey, we want you to know uh, that this food is sacrificed to idols, he said you shouldn't eat it. He said if they don't say anything, you shouldn't say anything. If He said if somebody else objects, it's better off not to eat. So in verse 23, he kind of sums up those feelings, and he talks about all things are lawful, but not all things are profitable. When I hear somebody make a claim for their right to use their liberty that may potentially hurt somebody, then I realize that we have somebody that whether out of ignorance or intention has focused the gospel around themselves rather than through themselves. The number one issue in our day would be the consumption of alcohol. There are people that make the argument that casual drinking is okay uh, and that they have the liberty to do that. I, I would honestly disagree with that from a biblical standpoint. I believe the Bible says strong drink is a mocker, and uh, that's my position on that. But let's say that I would agree with them that they, they even have the liberty to do it. Why would you take the liberty to do that when there is data that says one out of 10 people in the crowd could be an alcoholic or that uh, somebody could accuse us of being drunk or ill-mannered because of intoxication, even if we weren't, but we could never claim with proof that we weren't because we couldn't claim that we didn't drink. I'm just hammering this because I think it's a it's a valid point to consider when we're arguing about our liberties. You know, what is due me, what I get to do, as opposed to what is expedient and what is necessary <clears throat> to do. Excuse me. He says, all things are lawful, but not all things are profitable. All things are lawful, but not all things edify. What really edifies? He says, then, let no one seek his own good, but that of his neighbor. In other words, this is the golden rule. This is putting other people first. Think about them and how it might affect them. He goes in to talk about 
the issue of eating things that are sold in the market without asking questions for conscience sake. Uh, you know, again, if one of the unbelievers invites you and you want to go eat, go eat anything that is set before you without asking questions for conscience sake. In other words, you certainly have the liberty to do that, and your conscience is clear. Though somebody else may have offered that to an idol, you certainly did it. You're not going to let their contamination roll over on you. But then he talks about not waving it in their face instead. In verse 28, he says, But if anyone says to you, this meat is sacrificed to idols, do not eat it for the sake of the one who informed you and for conscience sake. In other words, be aware that there are people that are watching you. There are people that may not have your great understanding of your Christian liberties. There are people that are watching your lifestyle, and you need to, as I talked in the last podcast, guard your testimony. He says here in verse 30, if I partake with thankfulness, why am I slandered concerning that for which I give thanks? And then he goes on and makes another conclusion here. Whether you eat or drink or whether you or whatever you do, do all for the glory of God. In other words, if there's anything in this so-called liberty you have that could take away from the glory of God, then that is a liberty that you need to lay down. In verse 32, he says this, Give no offense either to Jews or to the Greeks or to the church of God. Oh my. So he's not just talking about those with understanding. He's talking about those with no understanding. He's talking about those who have a complete difference of understanding. So he's encompassing all people. That's the framework he's giving us when a couple verses later he says, be imitators of me, just as I am also of Christ. So he believed that's how Jesus handled himself, and that's how we should handle himself, and how he's modeling his life, not using his liberty as a license and having people stumble over this. In verse 33, the last verse of the 10th chapter, he says, Just as I also please all men in all things, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of the many, so the many may be saved. Now let's just take a minute and dissect this, because this is a conclusion. This is, a, this is an amen that he's giving here. He says, in relation to all the issues related to eating sacrificed food, just as I also please all men in all things. Now, he's not saying that you're always able to please all men. He's saying in all those situations, I put all men before me. I put the Jews before me, I put the Greeks before me, and I put the brethren before me. Really, if you think about this, th this is like, this is the golden rule. If you just put people before you and think about them, you usually do not have to make a big deal about any liberties you have. If you really consider what is the best way for me to respond, for me to react in any situation, how would it affect them towards influencing them for the kingdom of God? You know, that's a great, that's a great summation. It's, it's hard to top that. And then he elaborates on a little bit, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of the many. In other words, earlier he said, 
Not that I'm edified, but they're edified. So he said, not seeking my profit, but the profit many. In other words, what's good for them? He said, if I do this just on one scale where I don't get something, it's a multiplication factor. By me not using my liberty, many people may come into liberty. So, you know, that's, it's usually not a one-on-one exchange. You know, when you sacrifice something, when you lay something down, when you don't take what you could claim, so to speak, you know, it's usually not a one-on-one exchange. You are affecting more than one person. There is a, there is a reciprocal effect that is going to go into action here. And then he says, why? So they may be saved. So they may be saved. So Paul says, be imitators of me in the way I relate to the Jews, to the Greeks, and to the brethren. I think this is an especial admonishment about reminding ourselves that we are ambassadors of Christ for the good news. Hey, look up these scriptures. Take time to read 1 Corinthians 10 and and go into 1 Corinthians 11 and see what the Apostle Paul was challenging. He's not just saying to think like him. He's not saying, consider what I had to say, make your own decision. This is much heavier than that. He's saying, follow me. Be imitators of me. Do what I did, even when you don't want to do it. It's the best thing you can do. Hey, this is Keith Tusi with Leadership in Context. Share this podcast with somebody. Be a blessing to them. And we'll talk to you again next week. Today, Keith continued his discussion on being imitators. Paul encourages us in 1 Corinthians 11.1 to be imitators of him, just as he is of Christ. We are not to use our liberty as a license, thus causing people to stumble. Paul explains the why of this in 1 Corinthians 10.33, so that they may be saved. This is a good reminder. We are ambassadors of Christ for the good news. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at innerpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at innerpastors. See you next week.